May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in Yehovah's sight. He is our strength and our redeemer, and it is in his name, which is his authority, that we pray, praise, proclaim, project, and protect today's message. Aman. Hola, mi nombre es Kofi. ¿Cómo está? Bonjour, se me Kofi. Se va. Ni hao. Namaste. Osai anakituya. Ohio. I see you. Aloha. Wagwan. Manut. Habarigani. Akwaba. Madaasi. Etese. Jambo, Mimini Kofi, Nina Franco, Katana Nueve, Boker Tov, Boker Tav, Bakar, Bakar Tav, Barak Alad Sham Yehava, Shalam Alad Sham Yehava, Anai, Kofi, Kohedet, At Servants of Christ, Mashalam Khe. Hello, everybody. I am Pastor Kofi, Pastor Servant of Christ, where we are always changing lives one mind at a time by being a voice of the voices and speaking the unspoken. Appreciate your presence today. Thank you for joining us. Um, and thank you for spending some time with us as usual. Um, we give all praise and honor to the Most High We give all praise and honor to him for my wife The Honorable Maya who lives a life that's able to be honored You can check her out on TikTok, YouTube, her website And Pinterest at Bloom and Flourish Not A-N-D, the letter N Bloom and Flourish, she is a healer Herbalist, chemist, and biologist Biologist by degree And um, we try to make sure that we support businesses And business plans and business ideas That we have in the community As well as the ones that are already thriving And ones that we might be able to help so we'd like to be able to uh, remind you guys you can support um, our brother, Brother uh, Charlie, up in uh, Chi-Town area, but has a business that um, can give you um, his stuff, whether it be food or his items, excuse me, whether it be food, uh, whether it be clothing, etc. through a company, All uh, Juno-ish, that's uh, A-L-L space J-E-W, and instead of the word no, it has the the letter or the uh, the circle with the slash in it to cancel out, right? So all J E W no that no sign then I S H at the end, and um, you can go ahead and and look in there for food, different things that he has, um, different clothing items that he has. Um, you see a lot of it when we finish our videos. You see a lot of different things that are part of there. Also, too, if you um, look up on our stuff on social media, we try to post um, a video that he sent. To uh, let you guys see, I have tasted the food. The food is great. I've talked about it before. That my son, who's very particular about certain things that he eats, uh, was tearing it up. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's it's something that we can say we personally um, have had in our family, in our household. Um, different things that he has, different types of clothing, clothing for brothers and sisters as well. So, if you're interested in it, also too, if you look for him on TikTok, you can look for him under this same logo. Okay, so please support if you can. We appreciate you for doing so much. Sister Sheila verifies as well. She says the food was great. I hope I'm not saying incorrect. I think, I think, well, you know what? I'm not sure I was going to say one of our ministerial staff had had it, but I can't remember for sure. So let me not speak on, on their behalf. And then all of a sudden it's not true. We want to tell the truth. But those who have had it, um, including myself, those who have had the product, worn the product, um, you know, great brother, great friend. Um, to go ahead, there he is right now, popping up on here. He's on here right now, Demore um, Israel Charlie. Um, but great product, and like I said, look on our social media. Uh, he sent us a video. You should be able to see the video in different places. So um, feel free to support. And if you want the information on him, um, you know, feel free to reach out and ask us, and we'll make sure we send you the information or at least a link or uh, you know some way of being able to contact him, and he'll get back to you asap. 
Okay, it was. I thought so. I thought it was Minister Tamer. I could remember off the top of my head. I was like, I'm pretty sure it was Minister Tamer. Yes, so she'll vouch for it as well. Great product. And we want to support each other's product as we go on and go forth. Uh, two reminders real quick before we get ready to go to the Word. And we're going to go to Romans chapter 11. So if you want to go ahead and get a head start and turn there, we will be going to Romans chapter 11. Uh, uh, let me see. Let me see. Yeah, we will be going to Romans chapter 11. Um, two reminders. Uh, we still do need help for the family. So um, we're still trying to help the family that's in need. Uh, they're going to need help by, I mean, we basically need to have it have it together. You know, first things first, as soon as possible. Uh, you know, I'd like to, it's before Thursday Rising Prayer. So really like somewhere around 6 a.m. Eastern New York time, I'd like to be able to send them something on Thursday. So we basically have today and we have tomorrow. So if you're in a position where you can help and be a blessing unto uh, the family that's in need, we appreciate you doing so in advance. And um, and uh, we hope that you can help as best you can. Thank you for those who have already helped and sent. Um, we appreciate you. Uh, we're getting very, very close to being able to reach what we need to reach to make sure that that family will, um, long story short, have heat. <laughs> if for where they are in the country, where they are, it's uh, they, they definitely need the heat. Um, so... If you can help out with that, we still have a couple more days. Um, well, I guess if you include today, kind of two and a half days. But um, if we can, if you're able to be a blessing to them, um, help us out. You guys know how to do so. You can look on the link tree on all the platforms that we're on. The link tree remains the same. So feel free to do that at your earliest convenience. All right. Um, and thank you guys once again for doing so in advance. We appreciate you. Hopefully your intermittent fasting is going well. By the way, we started that yesterday. Um, we're trying to best our best to have no food. Uh, throughout the day, right, um, from either 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. where you are, from sunup to sundown, uh, we're doing so to hashtag start strong to make sure we're starting this year on strong, and that's and our goal, and then we're going to do our prayer and worship that we do. Um, uh, also, too, ministerial staff, this Thursday, um, it'll be the first Thursday of the, uh, of the month coming up, so this Thursday, um, please, ma'am, please, sir, we're asking that you guys be ready to uh, uh, for our meeting, 6.30 p.m. Eastern New York time. Uh, we'll try to work out some more stuff as far as preaching opportunities. Um, we'll also try to work out some stuff as far as teaching, checking up on how we're calling and reaching out to people, stuff like that. And uh, so hopefully you guys have been able to do that th with the link that we sent out. And also we will um, uh, have a little bit of conversation about some tough stuff you've been asking for training on. So we'll do a little bit of that as well. Okay? So we'll have... You know, we'll we'll have it in kind of three parts. So if you guys can be ready, 6.30 p.m. Eastern New York time, ministerial staff. And then the last thing, I know I said two, and now that's about to be the fourth thing. But the last reminder, and then we'll go ahead and jump into our Bibles. Once again, if you want to go to Romans chapter 11, please feel free to go there. That's where we're going to be today. We're going to start something that we mentioned yesterday, but now we're going to get into it today. Um, but lastly, as well... Um, Lastly, as well, don't forget, um, if you would like to support us, that um, I've been invited again to Apostle Yomi's platform for tomorrow and Thursday. So normally Wednesdays is my day off. So this is what we'll do for Wednesday. And we'll try to make sure that it's out on the Google Calendar invite. So what we'll do for Wednesday, please, ma'am, please, sir, this is what we'll try to do. I will not be on tomorrow at 8 a.m. Eastern New York time. I will be on at 9 a.m. Eastern New York. Well, you know what? See, that's going to be confusing for some. Hmm. Let's do it like this. Okay. I'll, 
Okay, Holy Spirit spoken. Let's do it like this. I'll be on at 8 a.m. Eastern New York time tomorrow. Okay, and we'll do like a Q&A, just a real quick Q&A. So I'll be on at 8 a.m. Eastern New York time. It'll be real quick from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. And then at 9 a.m., we'll stop on our live session and we'll tell everybody, come on to Apostle Yomi's platform. Okay, we'll do that. All right, does that make sense? So just go ahead and join us. I'll be on tomorrow, 8 a.m. Eastern New York time. But at 9 a.m., we're going to go immediately over to Apostle Yomi's platform. All right. And then on Thursday, we'll be on Apostle Yomi's platform, too, after our regular live session. So but tomorrow, just to make it simple for now, tomorrow, if you can join us, we'll be on Wednesday and Thursday. But just to make it simple for now, tomorrow, join us tomorrow, 8 a.m. Eastern New York time. We will be on. And then meet, and then as soon as we're on, we'll do like a quick Q&A, a quick Q&A. Thursday will be our actual Q&A with the whole thing. So we won't be doing phone calls, stuff like that tomorrow. It'll just be come on in. If you have questions, comments, concerns, things that you want us to go over, whatever, we'll answer those things uh, from 8 a.m. and then around uh, 8.55-ish, we'll start transitioning to where we can get ready to go on Apostle Yomi's live session. And then however that, uh, you know, however that goes is how that goes. Okay. As far as I don't know what time on Wednesday will actually be given the word. So we'll just pop up and we'll be ready for service. And, and, um, you know, thank you for those who can support. All right. Hopefully that makes sense. All right. And thank you again for those who are helping the family. We need help for the family. Thursday, Thursday, rising prayer tomorrow, ministerial staff. We got our, um, it's the first Thursday of the month. So we have our ministerial staff meeting. Right, because tomorrow, um, or not Thursday, sorry, Thursday is February the 1st. So Thursday, February the 1st, uh, Thursday, Rising Prayer, 7 a.m., Ministerial uh, Staff Meeting, 6.30 uh, p.m. Eastern New York time. Uh, we're still looking for help for the family up until the, the uh, before the Rising on Thursday. And um, Wednesday and Thursday, we'll be on Apostle Yomi's platform yet again. Okay? All right? Amen. Alrighty, so hopefully that makes sense to everybody. Let's go ahead once again and go to Romans chapter 11. Once you have it, say amen, say I got it, say I'm with you. Um, let's say hello everybody real quick. How's everybody on the podcast? Come on over later from Facebook or if you're on YouTube, if you're on TikTok, we appreciate you. How you doing? Uh, Cultural Prospect, Sister Renee, Mr. 252, Aaron and Christy, Schnett, Minister Shante, Akeem, uh, Sister Knight, Sister Betty, Sister uh, Shima. I apologize, please forgive me, please forgive me. I'm trying to scroll through all these now. How you doing, Sister Sheila? Joy Boy, Emmanuel, uh, is it uh, John, 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 Defante, Isha, uh, Miramana Sherry, uh, Linda Brown, Brother Ali, Pinky, Ten Toes Down, and thank you guys for the love. Appreciate you, by the way. Um, Yosef, Skaggs, um, uh, uh, SJ, Thoughts with SJ, uh, everybody, everybody, Sister Bree, Shepherd's Man, oh, okay, Shepherd's Man, <laughs> all right, uh, uh, Brother Charlie, Sister Sage, everybody, if I miss your name, Minister Tamara, if I miss your name, charge to my head, not to my heart, Sister Nadine, everybody, we appreciate you, thanks for being on, Sister Beverly, Sonic Love, uh, Joseph, uh, Hey, 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 Bella. Thanks for being part of the community. Everybody, we appreciate you, DB. Alrighty, alrighty. Let's go ahead and get ready for this. Um, Gertrude, <laughs> uh, Island Boy, hey, everybody. Okay. Hey, man, we got some people coming back for a long time. Long time no see some of these names. Appreciate how before you. 
And hopefully you guys are always aware. You can catch up. If you miss on something, you can always go to the YouTube channel and catch up, okay? And um, if you get a chance, please make sure you're filling out that form. You guys have been doing um, great with that. Prayerfully, you've been getting some phone calls and stuff like that because of your diligence, and we thank you for doing so. All righty. Okay. How you doing, Tendashisha? Romans chapter 11. If you haven't said amen, say I got it. I'm with you. If you're able to to reverence the word in some kind of way, if you can as well, we appreciate you doing so, including if you're able to, if you can stand, but however you might be able to reverence the word, we thank you for doing so. We're going to Romans chapter 11. We're going to continue where we left off. We're in this series called Expect the Blessing. We're using the Roman road, doing a more extensive study of the book of Romans. So from now on, when we give you the Roman road and verse here and verse here and verse here, you guys should be able to pick up on where we are and what we're talking about culturally and what we're talking about as far as proper interpretation. All right. So we're going to. So we're going to go to. Uh, let's see. Holy Spirit, help us. Let's make sure we're. Because this is something, I'm be honest, the Holy Spirit, sometimes when she sends you with something, you, you're going to be alone for the ride, too. I've been studying, I've been looking, I've been asking, I've been seeking, and um, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. We're going to, this is going to be Romans chapter 11 and verse 16 is where we're going to start. Romans chapter 11, verse 16, and if you can, if you can put your right hand in the air, or um, if you're able to put your device in the air if you're able to put your bible bible in the hand in the air in your right hand and just repeat after me this is my bible this is my sword and this will i trust for yahashua is lord no sword of god shall ever be heard for this is my bible and this is yah's word aman or in yahweh's name amen all right romans chapter 11 we're going to start at verse 16 Amen. We're going to start at verse 16. Here we go. For if the for if the first fruit be holy, the lump is also. And if the root be holy, so the branches. And if of the branches be broken off, and thou being a wild olive tree were graft in amongst them, and with them partakest of the root and fatness of the olive tree. Boast not against the branches, but if thou boast, thou bearest not the root, but the root thee. Thou wilt say then, the branches were broken off, that I might be grafted in. Well, because of unbelief, they were broken off, and thou standest by faith. Be not high-minded, but fear. For if Elohim spared not the natural branches, least he also spare not thee. Behold, therefore, the tabah, the righteousness, the morality, the constitutional value and severity of Elohim on them which fell severity, but towards thee, tabah, or righteousness or morality, right? If thou continue in his to buy in his righteousness in his law, otherwise thou also shalt be cut off. 
And they also, if they bide not still in unbelief, shall be grafted in, for Elohim is able to graft them in again. For if thou wert cut out of the olive tree, which is wild by nature, and were graft contrary to nature into a righteous or moral or taba olive tree, how much more shall these which be the natural be grafted into their own olive tree? For I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness is part of, uh, sorry, blindness in part is happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. And so shall all Israel be saved as it is written, there shall come out of Zion the deliverer and shall turn away the things that are not like Elohim from Jacob, from Jacob. For this is my covenant unto them when I shall take away their sins. Hmm. We just read Romans chapter 11, verses 16 through 27. May Yehovah have a blessing to the reading, the hearing, and especially the doers of his most holy writ. You may be seated or go back to what you were doing. And thank you for reverencing the word of Yah in whatever way you could. We appreciate you for doing so much. Today, as a topic, we're going to talk about degenerate. We would say, I say I want to pronounce it a different way today, right? Degenerate. But we like to say degenerate. So, well, we'll talk about degenerate. How you doing, Big Roy? How you doing, uh, um, um, Sister Teresa? And everybody coming on all these platforms. Thank you so much. All right. <laughs> no, okay, brother. Oh, oh, okay, Akeem. Appreciate you coming on. How you doing, Matt Trucker? Today we're going to talk about what degenerate. Right. If we're talking about branches grafted into a tree. If the branches are separate from the tree, they start to degenerate. Mm. Amen. Right? This might be a little hard for some to hear because you'll be like, is he calling me a degenerate? The word might be calling you that, but see where you fit in. <laughs> right? Let the word be your guide. Right? Don't let just me by myself, me, myself, and I be anything to you. I'm nothing special within myself, but I'm just coming. I'm sent to give you a word. Right. So I was sent and I'm just showing up to be obedient to what I was sent to do. That's it. And today we want to talk about degenerate because, see, if something is cut off from perfection, then that would mean that it's not in its natural state. Right. And therefore, if it's cut off from the thing that it gives it life, then is it able to generate anything? And if it can't generate anything, then it degenerates it. It, it, it goes the opposite direction. Right. Like you have these things you call. Vices. You actually, when you're holding your your your, which it's in your hand, um, it's supposed to be a device, right? So your vice, it the way the world is set up is supposed to be hard to get information. You have a squeeze on you when it comes to trying to get information. You have a vice, so they give you this device. They say, okay, now you should be able to use this device, and you should be able to scroll up on on uh, Google Chrome or on Safari, or you should be able to go on your MacBook or your laptop or your computer or your Mac, or you should be able to go on your uh, iPad or your uh, your tablet, and you should be able to pull up information, right? Uh, matter of fact, some of you have the stuff, you know, around your house, and you can say, you know, uh, 
you, you can talk to, I forget what's the name of the one that y'all talk to on Google, Alexa. You can talk to Alexa and you can talk to um, Siri and you even talk to them like they're actual human beings, even though they're just technology, right? But you talk to the software and the software is supposed to be able to help you, right? You have a vice, maybe even in your human space because we haven't developed certain things where we can go through our own um, computers you know these own our own brains whether it be the gut brain or whether it be the brain up here whether it be the whole body that operates and things together or this or or all the cells that have all this dna memory and all these generations within ourselves but we 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 use this stuff because we have for, we haven't even really looked at what we are and so we keep looking to and that we have to look, we have to depend now. We're so separated from ourselves. We have to always depend on somebody else who says that, hey, you have this vice. You have become a vice. Therefore, we give you a device. That's what it's supposed to be. We give you this device that helps you to be able to be your best self and your higher self. How you doing, Hood Classic? Right. Matter of fact, this is why there are certain sayings that existed. If you want to hide the truth from people, you can just put it in a book because they know that most people, a book is a vice right to actually have to read something so so if we want to hide certain things they used to you know your grandmama used to do that all the time you know some of us you come from a, from a grandmama that if she wanted to hide money or hide stuff or hide checks she put it in a book there's a very famous um um testimony i guess you could say from kevin hart where kevin hart talks about how he was doing really really bad and he needed help financially and his mother was basically paying his rent for where he was and so he was having a problem with his rent and so his mother basically said okay well you know or he came to his mother one time and finally was like look i'm doing real bad i really need you to pay the rent uh can you help me out she said sure and she hands him a bible she says i need you to read the bible read your bible then come back and see me so he does what he does what his mother says supposedly he just but he just is like man whatever he takes the bible and he just basically right has the has the has the bible um you know and then she says okay did you read your bible and he says no i didn't read the bible whatever like i just i need the rent like what what's that got to do with anything you give me verses and stuff i need and she says read your bible come back and then see me right and then i'll you know and so he's frustrated whatever he goes away he's trying to figure out what he's gonna do financially stuff like that he comes back to his mother again did you read she says did you read your bible and this goes on. Finally, he's about to lose his place. He's six months behind on his bill, on his rent, all that stuff. Mom, what you doing all this stuff for? Look, I need, I need the money. They're about to kick me out. She says, son, just go read your Bible. <laughs> right? Son, just go read your Bible. And sure enough, he finally opens it up. And when he opens it up, she had put all the rent checks. I think for, it might have been for months or might have been for the whole year. But she had put all the rent checks in there. She had she had taken care of his rent. All he had to do was open up the Bible, right? There's this old there's there's a there's a truth to that to where if you want to hide something from people, you can put it in plain sight because most people they have eyes but they cannot see. We have degenerated, you see, right? And 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 we have these vices on us where we have become the vice. We have become offensive. We have become the thing rather than be the device, right? We 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 have gone through this series to where we are actually problematic we are the problem we don't look at things that are right in front of us we don't look at things that don't make sense we we say why do i have to pay for water right but that water that you're even paying for to try and get is not even natural water so why not try to catch rain why not try to see if you can strain out water from your actual river you know and, and try to figure out how to make sure that you clean that out why not um you know learn how to dig in the ground in your own stuff if, uh, if I, don't, I don't own any property okay why not be like a lot of people who are out there that grow food and properties that they don't own but nobody's been to for 10 20 30 40 50 years 
right? Like we don't think about doing something outside. You can have something hidden in plain sight. Somebody says, oh, you got to drink this water because of this. You're not even drinking water that's natural. They put baking soda in it and then they tell you that it's high pH level. You can do that on your own. If that's all they're doing, you can take the same tap water that they're getting. They're not going to the pond or to the river. You can go to the same tap water that they're using, right? That's what they're doing. They're saying they're treating everything. They're using the same chlorine, everything else. And if they're just putting baking soda in it, why can't you put a little bit of baking soda to clean that out? Let that sit for a little bit, right? And then go and start putting minerals in it because that's what you would be drinking if you got it from the lake or the water or the rivers or whatever. And therefore, now you're, you're, you're having natural water because water that you would drink in a natural position would not just be water within itself it would not just be h2o it would have some stuff in it even if it was coming through the air it would could be coming through a whole bunch of different types of things on that elemental table that would be coming into your body right so even if you were to catch it even if it rains if it rains today go outside and just put a cup out there especially if it's heavy rain take a cup take a bucket and be outside and even if they say oh it's against the law to do this and blah blah whatever you can't catch rain or whatever who's gonna be sitting there looking at you is it against natural law to stop you to, to, to give you stuff that's watch this? Because this is how law works. Natural law comes first. Okay, fine. If you're saying it's against the law for me to catch natural rain, but you keep giving me water, right? And you're saying I have to pay for water that is not on the level of the natural rain. In other words, you want me to drink water that causes harm to my body and causes me to be on drugs and causes me to have hormonal imbalances and causes me to have less children. If you want me to drink that. Right. And you don't want me to drink what's natural. Then you need to provide something that's just as great as the natural. And you can't just tell me it's baking soda. That's how law works. Right. You can't give me a worse alternative and say that's the only thing I can drink. That's you, you can bring that up. Right. But once again, we have been what it's they tell you it's a device, but really they've just put another vice on you. And now they're trying to tell you that the word of Yah helps you to generate certain things or manifest certain things. But really what's happened is you've been cut off the branch so long that now you have begun to be degenerate. You have, you have become people who have degenerated. You have become people who are degenerate. I know you don't want to hear it, but we as a nation, we have to, we have to use Christ, right? This Christology, even this Roman road, this path, these words, we have to use them and execute them in a fashion so that we can begin to generate again. We can begin to live and not lose life. Okay, Jacob, how you doing? Welcome. I don't know if you being Korean adds anything, but we appreciate you. I mean, it adds value to your life. Other than that, as far as it meaning you can be on or not be on. I mean, I don't know if that, that matters, but thank you for being on and appreciate you. Right. So so we have to we have to be in this position where we realize that a lot of stuff has caused us to be degenerated. And here in this passage of scripture we read. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 16 through, was it 27? Um, we have to, and how you doing, uh, D? Uh, we have to get to this place to where what is going to happen to cause us to be brought back into the tree. Remember yesterday we were talking about who is the remnant, right? Yesterday we're in the rising. I apologize for not being on yesterday evening. Um, I could not get on. I had signal issues. Then on top of that, um, I had some really weird stuff going on uh, physically. That I won't get into, but uh, long story short, just because of quite a few things going on, I just I wasn't able to make it on. So please forgive me. Um, but uh, but yeah, we have to we have to realize and recognize that when we realize who the remnant is. Remember, we talked about who is Israel. Israel is not as simple as hey, Israel is not as simple as hey. 
you got to be black. Or, hey, you got to be Ashkenazi, or you got to be Khazarian, or you got to be um, Sephardic, right? Israel is not as simple as um, if you are not if you are not Esau, then you're Israel. Matter of fact, we've read in these passages, Romans chapter 9, verse 6, that not all people who claim to be Israel, or even all people who were born physically Israel, who have the advantage, who have the law, are not necessarily Israel, because even though you have the advantage of the law, you do not follow it, right? And so this remnant that's left, Israel should actually be separated. The remnant really should be those who are going to be coming into the knowledge of who the Most High is, whether they be Israel by birth or not, because there's a lot of, it, there's a lot of Israelite preachers, but they're not really Israel because they don't follow law. Look, and, and no offense, because this is in a way, this is a brother that does a lot of, of great things, you know, but even if we have somebody like an apostle, Geno Jennings, Excellent man of y'all. A lot of stuff you're going to find from him, but he's going to start telling you things that are a little warped sometimes. Why? Because it's not based on the law. Right? He's going to tell you some things that are warped some of the time because they're not based on the law. Why? Because he'll say we're not under the law because we don't do the Mosaic law. So he'll tell you that we're not, for example, he'll tell you we shouldn't have long hair. Right. Not because just first Corinthians 11, that's what everybody tries to use only. But then he'll try to back it up with what he'll try to say. Well, it was only for a season. Right. You were only supposed to be a Nazarite for a season. Now, he, he can't tell you how long that season was. Right. But he'll say because the Bible says as long as that seat. Well, yeah, you can make a vow as a Nazarite as long as you live. Or you can make a, a vow as a Nazarite for five minutes if you want, right? I mean, technically, that'd be crazy. But, you know, you can make a, a Nazarite vow and not cut your hair for two years. Also, too, you have to make sure you don't have certain drinks and you don't eat certain food, right? But you could have your vows in Nazarite for sure, right? You know, but in his mind, he'll say, oh, but you can't have long hair because the Bible in the Old Testament says under Mosaic law, which we're not under. That's so he says. Right. Since we're not under the law anymore, even though he'll tell people to follow the commandments. Right. But he'll say that you don't do it right. You have to be careful because even though he has a lot of great and powerful word. And we believe him to, to, to have it. Right. He has a lot of great and powerful word. But even though he has a lot of great and powerful word. Right. It's 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 some things in there that are going to warp or cause to be a stumbling block to Israel. We have to be careful because we just learned yesterday in Romans chapter 11, verse one, that what not to worry about people being a stumbling or not a stumbling. Excuse me. Romans chapter 11, verse one. Paul says, should has Yah cast away who he foreknew or who he forecasted would be out there that he cast away Israel. Elohim forbid. And he says he himself is an Israelite. Therefore, if he's an Israelite and he's preaching to you and you say all Israel is cast away, then he says, well, then obviously that's not that's not truth. That's not the word. Right. We read that yesterday. Right. Um, so so if that's the case, Paul is making it a point to say that we have to ensure that we are Israel, but not just Israel by 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 birthright only. Because if it's by birthright only, in order to get birth, everybody's born with a birthright, but it doesn't mean that you execute your birthright. Everybody was born to be a natural person, but most people live off of their birth certificate, the unnatural person. Right? Right? Everybody was born to have freedom to travel, but most of you believe that you cannot travel unless you are licensed to. 
You see, like, like you, you, you have to realize that just because you have a birthright doesn't mean you're doing things worthy of your birthright. Some are throwing away their birthright because it's easier to get paid by Lam doctrine. It's easier to get paid by the system than it is to go ahead and do what the Most High says. So I'd rather get a guaranteed, supposedly guaranteed paycheck than get one to where I have to have faith that the, that the financial stuff is coming in. I haven't done this in years, but I preached on faith, right, um, over a decade ago. And so if it happens to me again, I've already seen that stuff still manifest. But I preached before um, talking about faith and didn't have lights on and got back home and lights were on. I don't know how it works necessarily because I wasn't the one that made it work. But I, I but I, I know that, that I had to have faith. You hear what I'm saying? And so have you tend to she should thank you so much, right? Like you gotta you gotta be in the position where you you see what I'm saying? I don't know how it works when a mother tells her family set the table and they set the table. Right? I don't know how that works when they don't have food in the house and the mother says set the table and the children are looking at her weird. But I don't but but somebody knocks on the door and says, Hey, we, we heard that you didn't have food in faith, right? Set the table. I don't know how that works, but I know that it works. Okay, I don't have to know the inning workings of it, but I have faith and therefore faith brings about manifestation and I work as if what it is I have faith in is going to happen because who I serve cannot lie. And if he says that I've I once and if he put a word out there through divide through David, who through beloved, that's what David's name means, beloved and beloved is of the tribe of Yehovah, the tribe of praise. Therefore, those who are beloved should praise the most high. And he said, I once was young and now I'm old and I've never seen those in right lawful standing, those the righteous forsaken, nor their seed, nor their children begging for what? Begging for bread. And we'll oftentimes beg and beg and beg rather than let me just walk the way he said. Right. We have become comfortable with begging because we have degenerated from people who say, I'll just be who I'm called to be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right? I told y'all, these months, when we hit November, December, January, they are rough for my family because I've made a decision and my family has joined me and we've become one in saying that we are going to be a Levitical family, right? That means that we go by donation only. And there's rough times when it gets rough for you guys, it gets rough for us. Right? But, I've never, but I once was young and now I'm old in this now. And I've never seen those in right lawful standing forsaken, nor my child having to beg somebody out in the street for food. I've never seen it. Not because I'm better than anybody else, but because the law protects my rights. Right? Because law doesn't give rights. It protects rights. Salah. So see, we've gotten to a place where we've degenerated. If you're cut from a tree... Do you hear what I'm saying? If you're cut from a tree, it means that you're cut from the nutrients. You're cut from the source. You're cut from the ground. You're, you're cut from the, from the minerals. You're cut from the vitamins. Vitamins just means vital minerals, right? You're cut from the vitamins, the vitamin. And we need to get back to the tree. Those of us that are Israel that are of the tree, your goal is to make sure that you are rooted and grounded. And that you're getting all the minerals that are required. So that anybody that comes and is grafted in and is now in this process of going through the gestational process so they can be born again and get the sincere milk that one day they might be able to eat meat and be Israel just like you are. Well, guess what? They got, you got, you've got to be strong. We become degenerate. 
we've degenerated from where we are supposed to be. That's why we become so degenerate that things don't line up for us in general. And therefore, we're not a chosen, or at least we're not acting like a chosen generation. We're degenerate. Right? How you doing, Spencer? Thanks for being on. Right? We, we've become, we've degenerated from what we're supposed to be. We started, the degeneration really started before Israel. It started with Adam. Really, before even Adam, it started with the devil. With Hasatan. Atzatan. The Satan. It started back then. Where there was this idea that what's been created can surpass the creator. And what's been created, the instrument that's been created, surpasses the need for the one who's going to use the instrument. Just because an instrument might have free will doesn't mean it doesn't have a creator. Right? <laughs> this is one of the reasons why um, all these movies about robots and things of that nature... This is one of the reasons why, like, all these movies, Terminator 1, Terminator 2, you know, Terminator 75 now, whatever they're on, you know, The Matrix, all the Matrix cartoons and Matrix video games and all these different things that you see in all these movies about, um, like, uh, Mother, if you saw that uh, movie, it was on Netflix for a little bit, um, directed in Australia, it was an uh, independent film, I guess. And all of a sudden, you've seen a lot of these movies that pop up about machines taking over. The reason why it has such a big issue with y'all is because you realize the perversion of something created trying to usurp the authority of its creator. How you doing, Brother Kavan? How you doing, Yehudit? Right? It, 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 there's, a, there's an absurdity. There's a perversion that happens. You, you realize that something's out of order <coughs> when, <coughs> when the AI is, is, is going over the original. You see what I'm saying? Like, this, this is real talk. This is real talk. Like, there's an issue when AI goes further. This is why people are scared, because we realize that there's something weird, right? The toaster shouldn't be telling you what to do, right? <laughs> I mean, I know that's a very... Obviously, some well, some movies actually talk about do, show you stuff like that too, right? Or Transformers, right? Transformers is a very weird thing for you to process because of something being like that, even though it's supposed to be alien and all that now, right? That's supposed to be the new thing. But technology surpassing you. But really, it's more so the creator having an issue with its creation coming past who it is, telling it what to do now, Say, right? right? And, and, the, and, and the creation believing that it's greater than the creator. It's now become degenerate. And though, so even though you would say, oh, it's better in technology, but it's degenerate in mind. How you doing, Apostle Yeoman? Did you catch that? Right? We have become degenerate in mind. Just because the technology is better, so to speak, right? That's, that's relative. You think better means it can beat you. So you go, just because the technology can bully you, it's better. But the reality is it's perverted because it's lost the mindset, which is it's there to serve life. And if it takes life out in order to live, then it's degenerated from its original purpose. How you doing, Brother Vincent? If it has to take life out in order for it to live, then it has degenerated from its original purpose. It's a projection of our most internet, um, intricate fear, but we we did it or are doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and and a lot of people are taking life out of stuff. Here, here it is now. We're trying to remove life, drain life, to make things work. 
right? If I can remove the life from it, but see, it's because we've been cut off. And when you're cut off from the tree, you degenerate. So when you're a branch that's cut off, when you're cursed and you're cut off, when you're cursed and you're cut off, I'm going to say it again. When you are cursed and you are cut off, you begin to do things that reflect your present circumstance. And so in your position of being cut off from the tree, you do things that are against where you come from. Uh-oh. See, it, it, your position on many things, what we're doing right now, I have to be very selective even in word uses, including some of you might have noticed in the Bible, there were certain words that I skipped over. I skipped over those words on purpose. Why? Not just the words that we're saying, oh, it's taba instead of good and stuff like that. No, I'm saying that if you look in your Bible, certain words in your Bible are in italics. Why? Because if you weren't cut off from certain knowledge, you would comprehend that every word in your Bible that's in italics, it's not because they're trying to imply you need to have that word with more fervor. No, actually the opposite. That word did not originally exist. And a lot of the words that we use in English are not even words that really exist in, in, in Hebrew. So, so they have these words in italics to let you know that we wrote this in. But the reality is if you know how this works, that's really something, once again, we wrote in. It's not righteous. It's not the way the most high wants it. It's not the original. It's not aboriginal. It is unoriginal. And they're telling you, but see, because they have to tell the truth because all lies have to have some kind of truth in there. They can't manipulate you and there be zero truth, but we don't know. So you'll read something uh, for the Lord is good. That word good isn't, but I'll just read the way you see it in English. The Lord is, for the Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. But you go read that and you'll find that that word endureth is in italics. Why? Because in Hebrew, we comprehend already in the language, we comprehend already that the, that the most high is eternal. Therefore, we don't need to know that if he is taba, if he's righteous, right? If he's morally constitutional and everything bound to his morality and everything that he does constitutionally we do not need scripture to be able to tell us we don't need extra words in there to tell us that he endureth all the time keeps enduring because if it's attached anything attached to Yahweh, it must be all always eternal matter of fact it doesn't just endure in the future it endures in the past and it endures in the present so we don't need that word but somebody to try and make sure that they built it up a little bit or what what they said they want to put power or to make it make sense to you they put that word endureth there so you would realize that it says it endureth forever but that's not our culture that's not our language we comprehend already that anything attached to the most high it is eternal this is why we do not want to sin because if we sin we become detached we become another branch that's been cut off we start to degenerate that's why if we're in his will we must be perfect. You remember we just talked about that? Um, I don't remember how many nights ago, a few nights ago, last week, whenever it was, right? Be ye perfect. That's the command. Be ye perfect as your father in heaven is perfect. It doesn't say you need to become perfect. Yeah, sure. There are some verses we need to become perfect. Sure. Be perfected, all these things. But what it's saying, what the Messiah says in the Sermon on the Mount to the same people that he said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to you. Blessed are those who mourn because you're going to be comforted. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness because you're going to be filled. Right? Blessed are those the, the meek who shall inherit the earth. Blessed are the um are the are, are those who um ah uh, blessed are the uh 
the peacemakers, for they shall see the most high. Blessed are you when they revile you, rebuke you, and say all manner of evil against you, and for the namesake of the most high. Right? Because they did the same thing to the prophets that came before you. When this happens, rejoice and be exceeding glad. Why? Because this is you getting to a place where you're following the law. And if the law is perfect, then whenever you follow it, you must be. See, you're not perfect within yourself. But if you follow the law, then the law is what protects your perfect right. This is why people... See, they've even they've become cut off. We're degenerate, right? So we've been... Cut off. We It used to be acceptable. Go to your leadership and ask them questions. Now people say, well, you know what? We're the only people that go to our leadership for everything. You know, everywhere else, they say, go see this person and go see that person and go see this person, go that person. But in our culture, you're supposed to come see us because if nobody else can help you, then it should be us. I'm not saying we can't go every once in a while and go see somebody outside of us, but how is it that we're telling you that you need to become a preacher and the only way you can become a preacher is if you go to somebody else, Right? And get help. Okay, Vio. Well, if that's where you stand, I don't I don't know what that has to do with saying hello, but hello to you. I hope that you're doing all right. <laughs> right? I'm not here to deny your, your right as a human being. Okay. If that's if you have anything else to say. Um, you see what I'm saying? And how you doing, just seated. Thank you guys for the love. You gotta get to a place to where we recognize and realize that we're going to another level. Right? You have to get to a place where you realize we're going to another level. Be ye perfect as I am perfect, right? Follow the law and that protects your perfect right. This is what the law is there for. Follow the law and watch you get to a place that's there. Right? Be ye perfect as your father in heaven is also perfect. Are you are you are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you ready for that type of conversation to where why is it that my life is falling apart? Well, could it be because you're cut off when you're cut off? You are branched that withers. And it's not just. And once again, remember, who is this written for? Book of Romans. Who is this written to? This is written to the Israelite leadership who's been sent there to preach. And he's saying, first things first. Yes, you have the law. Yes, there's an advantage to being Judah. There's an advantage to being circumcised. Problem is, is you don't follow what you have. And so you live in imperfection. You're cut off yourself. And while you lay in there, you're mad. Provoke the jealousy because while you're laying there because you wouldn't follow the law, others are coming in and being grafted in and giving up who they were and becoming more lawful. And as they're becoming more lawful, how dare you? Now, when I say the Gentile, this is where we got to be careful. Remember, the Gentile coming in will become Israel because they're going to leave their nation behind. We've talked about this before. When we talk about Ruth, Ruth was an Israelite when she got to Boaz. Why? Because she said, I give up my nation. And I give up their gods. That's what she said. She said, Naomi, I know you're trying to push me away, but you're not going to push me away. Your people, that means nation, right? Persons is the plural of person, right? So she said, your people, your nation will be my nation and your Elohim shall become my Elohim. I'm not a Moabitess anymore at that point. I've decided that I'm part of this kingdom. And when I become part of this kingdom, then I become what? A wife qualified and as I'm qualified as a wife, especially things that I'm doing, right, through you who is also who are also a wife, then all of a sudden Boaz he finds a wife and when he finds a wife he finds something that is taba, so taba that it leads to the Messiah coming through that lineage. Do you hear what I'm saying? Right? Do you hear what I'm saying? We we have to get to a place 
where we recognize and realize who the Most High is and the fact that we are supposed to be, if you are Israel, as soon as you come into the knowledge, now you have to be intimate. You have to live it. It's just not as simple. And not all Israel is Israel. Yes, there is the law of the flesh. So we can talk about just because you physical Israel, this and that or whatever. But what I found is there's a lot of our Hebrew Israelite brethren who look like us, have the hair, right? Have the mindset, have the short hair. It don't matter, by the way. You don't have to have long hair. I'm just saying, in general, you look the part. But when I listen to you open your mouth, you sound like the serpent. And that, my brothers and sisters, is the second beast that uplifts the beast itself. That is the Antichrist spirit. This whole Nero-type spirit. Right? That's what 600, three score and six looks like. Those of you who took taking Hebrew characters with us, you know what we're talking about. Those of you who were, when we did the last Q&A, we actually even wrote it out, even though you might not have fully comprehended what it said exactly. You can recognize what it's saying. Right? And, and we have to realize that that spirit is there. And we don't, and we think because somebody says Israel, but see, you got to remember, they changed these names. When it says many people will come in my name, that wasn't even in the name of Jesus. Because remember the name Jesus isn't a thing yet when the Bible is written, right? It's still not a thing because we know that's not even Hebrew and we know that's not a, um, that's not Greek transliteration because we know Pegasus, the horse of Zeus, Dionysus, the son of Zeus, Dionysus, the daughter of Zeus, right? Zeus, Zeus. So Yesus, Yesu is the Latin, but Yesus, the Greek, or Jesus, Jesus even, right? In Latin now is how they're trying to say it now in certain Latin languages like Spanish. That, what are we, what are we talking about? We're talking about half man, half Zeus, right? So we know that's not the name, but hear what I'm saying? We, we go, because once again, we're looking through somebody else's culture. We have degenerated. We've been cut off. So what's happened now is what? I've, been, I've become degenerated. So all of a sudden we say, hey, half man, or um, we go, see, anybody who says the name of Jesus, that's what it's talking about in Matthew 24, that many people will come in his name. No, that's not his name. It's saying that there's many of you, brethren, who are going to come in the name of Yahashavai, Yahashavai, Yeshua, Yahushua, Yahawashai, Yahavashai, and busy telling everybody all these things about who Christ really is and who Mashiach and Messiah really is, and you will not live correctly. I know you don't want to hear that. It's the truth that you will not live correctly. Not your mama, not your, not your, not, not your daddy. Uh, not, not, not the Christian people, not um, the people who are Illuminati. You will. They'll do it as well. But you got to remember, they are not our focus. They are not our standard. I'm not looking to Joe Biden or Donald Trump. I'm not looking to anybody who's not in the kingdom. I'm, I'm not looking for uh for T.D. Jakes to be my standard. So when he fell, he was already, he didn't fall that far for me if he wasn't living the standard anyways. And look, I don't know what he has or has not done. That's between him and the most high at this point. And hey, if more information comes out to tell it, because there still isn't any stuff. When people say he getting sued by this person, that person, that stuff is going to be public knowledge, right? They might not give you the name of the person, but it's going to be public knowledge. So if they don't have it written somewhere where you can see in document that he's getting ready to go to trial, it's probably not true. That's, that's the way that works. <laughs> right. Right. It's probably not true. I mean, it could be possible that he knows the right people to make sure that paperwork don't come out. But so I don't know what level of what stuff he has or has not done. But I can tell you that if you're hanging around certain people, then I can tell already that you're not living in righteousness. 
right? And so, as great as you are, I was talking to my wife about this the other day. I was like, man, you know, there's there's two books that have spoken to to me and I believe to men around the world more than any other two that I've ever read before. And I was like, right, as far as the kingdom. And yet, one of them, I can't tell anybody. And guess what? One is by Dr. John Gray, not Pastor John Gray. He got his own stuff going to North Carolina, but Dr. John Gray. He's the one that wrote Men Are From Mars, Women From Venus. One of the most excellent books I've ever heard where, uh, where, where sisters can sit down and listen to men. And I love Five Love Languages by Dr. Gary Chapman, too, but he's not really always breaking down manhood. He's breaking down more so love language, and it can help you to deal with men in love language. But I'm telling you a book, that, that book was one that was life-changing, but then I told her the other one is one that I can't even tell people about anymore because the man that messed up so bad. The book by T.D. Jakes on emotions. It's one of the greatest books you'll ever read on manhood and sisters who will sit there and read this book and be like, oh, I've never actually heard a man speak before. This is what you mean when you say, this is why you don't talk that much. This is what you mean when you say nothing. This is what you mean when you say I'm fine. This is why you don't have stuff. But, but I can't give it to people. Why? Because you done messed up so bad that even though you have something that's righteous, you have this law that you're going by, it's righteous, you have this word that you're going by, it's right, but it's difficult for me to tell somebody to live by because look at your life. You are a, you are a, you are contradictory. You are a degenerate now. And so because you're cut off, even if you have something that brings life, you've cut yourself off even from your own teachings. People are not going to think about emotions anymore. People are not going to think about uh, woman, thou art loose anymore. People aren't going to think about, stop, the devil is coming after my marriage. The people aren't going to talk about you in those, in those circles anymore. Why? Because you have cut yourself off even from the word that was spoken. You become a degenerate. How you doing, Minister Morel? How you doing, remember me? You said your enemy met you on the path, so you befriended him. Mm -hmm. Right? These are, these are things that we, we don't talk about that often, but this is reality. This is real talk. It's hard to give a word when you've been degenerate. And many people that you want your families to be better. And once again, it's not talking out there. You want your family to be better. First things first, be a tree. Right? Planted by the rivers of water. That in its season will give forth the fruit that's, fruit that's required. Right? How you doing, Adriana? Thanks for being on. How you doing, Roberta, if you're still on? I'm not sure. Right? Melissa as well. Like, be, a, be a tree planted by the rivers of water, right? And the fruit is going to come out. It's going to come out of the branches. Problem is, though, is that your branches have been cut off. So now you have no fruit. And we can't see love on you anymore. We can't see joy on you anymore. We can't see peace. And by the, we can't see long suffering. And, and watch this. A sign that you've been cut off is that sometimes a branch can be cut off and the fruit will hang in there. Right. The vegetation on the tree, even when the branch is cut off at first, it'll hang in there. Matter of fact, it might get in some dirt and try to hang in there. Right. It, it'll hang in there. But you can start seeing that obviously the fruit is going to lose its quality. When it's cut off, how you doing, Donovan? See, you might have see this. It doesn't say it's the fruits, plural of the spirit. It says that it's the fruit of the spirit. If it is the fruit of the spirit, that means what? If it is the fruit of the spirit, it means what? It means that it should have all nine characteristics. It should have all nine things in its DNA. If it's missing any of that in its DNA, it's not the fruit of the spirit. So if I speak to you and you hear me speaking and everything, but I don't speak in love, 
There might be some joy, some semblance of peace, long-suffering, gentleness, being like Elohim, faithfulness, meekness, and temperance. But what if there's no love on what I say? If I only speak in hate, if I'm one of these, of one of our brethren who's out here on the corner and yelling and cussing people out and telling women that they ain't nothing and telling men they N-words and calling women bees and calling white men the C-word and calling everybody. Well, if there's no love on it, it's not the fruit. See, and this is when you got to change the word because then somebody will say, no, we're not commanded to love everybody. We're going to command to love Israel only. Show me the scripture. They'll say, then they'll say, no, no, see, it says that Jacob, I love, and Esau, I hated. Okay, look up the word hate and tell me if it means you're supposed to curse people out, if you're supposed to call them out their name, if, you're supposed, if, they, if that's what hate means. Love is action. Hate is inaction. Can I make it really simple for some? You know, love is action and hate is inaction. You hear what I'm saying? Can I say that one more again? Love is action and hate is inaction. What does that mean? That means that love, if I love somebody, I'll give you action. That's why I can love my enemy because there's certain actions I can give. I don't have to give my enemy the same action I give my wife. I don't have to give him the same action I give my child. I do not have to give him the same action I give my community. I do not have to give them the same action that I give myself. Right? But, but I can give them action. Hey, even though you can't stand me and even though you talk bad about my people or whatever, if you come by and you come on this line where we're feeding people, we'll give you food. No problem. Right? You see what I'm saying? But hate means I will give inaction. So that's why you can love. This is why people don't catch it, right? Because you are so cut off. We become degenerated. We're having degenerative arguments. We're so cut off that we're saying people are now trying to argue. Well, how can you love me and not love every part that I bring in? No, I can love you, give action towards you. But if you bring in something that is against the most high and is sinful, especially if you're doing so with um, not even in ignorance, but you're doing so as an attack. Well, I have every right to hate that action. So that means that I can tell you, hey. I cannot abide in that. I cannot abide by that. That cannot live in my home. That cannot be in my community. That cannot be around my child. I'm allowed to do that. And if you say that, uh, it, it, well, if you if you really have feelings for me, if you really love me like that, you let me do whatever I want, then guess what? If you're going to continue to attach yourself to that wicked action, then I have to therefore say, okay, I cannot have you come in with that action. If you're attached to the action, then you're saying that that action is more important than making sure that you treat others with respect. And that's when I can't abide it, right? Because I have, I, I, I comprehend, look, I'm in control or uh, the most high controls me, but hopefully you get what I'm saying. I have the ability to be accountable for my surroundings and I've been given authority for my surroundings. If I go into somebody else's surroundings and I know they're going to have um, a pride parade, if I go into the pride parade, I'm not going to go in talking about, hey, everybody stop this pride parade unless the most high were to tell me to. But if he didn't tell me to, I lay hands on no man suddenly, right? But if he didn't tell me to go in there and say, hey, because you are evil, it's, it's not going to rain. Or because of this, you're going to disperse. Everybody here, we just do stuff. We just say stuff. But did the Holy Spirit lead you to that? If, 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 if we were not led by the Holy Spirit, then leave that alone. Right? That's degenerative or cut off behavior. I'm not going to go into a territory that I definitely wasn't told to go. Right. But if I were to show up or if I were looking for something else and didn't know it was a pride parade week or I knew it was pride week or whatever. And I were to show up to your to your city and it was like that. Then guess what? If I'm walking around, I know I'm going to see some things because that's authorized in that place that you're in. 
That's that's what it is. It is what it is. And so does it mean that I'm therefore since it's authorized, I'm gonna be doing the stuff you're doing? Of course not. It means, hey, okay, fine, I'm gonna just go to the store. I know I'm gonna see some craziness. All right, I'm gonna come out the store, I'm gonna see some craziness, I'm gonna ride down in the car, I'm gonna see some crazy okay, cool. Right. But that's that's what it is. Feet shot with the preparation piece, yeah. Like I've gotta to get to this place. To where I recognize where I'm going and where I am sent. But the cut off don't think like that. 